And now, two old school guys talking about music and stories about their radio days. It's T-Man and John, the music freaks. We're going to get purple on you today. Get it! My name is yes, it is. That's what I'm saying. What's going on, man? Hey, John. What's up, Tom? Here we are, episode 33 of T-Man and John the Music Freaks. Yes, indeed. And we haven't killed each other yet. So. Which is good. <laughs> about 20 minutes into this, it'll be 33 and a third. Oh, you're right. Or we maybe, could be. No, 20 minutes into the next one, it'll be 33 Yeah, and a we'll third. be a damn long playing record. We'll be an LP, kids. <laughs> what? Look it up. What'd you say? Look it up. LP? <laughs> you mean that vinyl stuff? That's like $44 a pop now? Back when you and I used to have to save six bucks to buy an album. Heck yeah. Now they're like crazy. I know it. You know, and, and you know, I'm so glad that quote unquote vinyl has really gone and, and you know, there's a resurgence. Mm-hmm. But there's a resurgence and it's making more money than CDs now because of the price. People don't say that. I mean, yeah, vinyl is selling more now than it ever did. Well, you know. But so many people are buying it, though. That's yeah, the they thing, are. Even at this extraordinary, exorbitant price. But have you ever been to a record store day? And have you seen the price of the new stuff that's coming out? No. It's stupid no, high. No, I'm good. Yeah, it's crazy. I'm good. I love the sound of vinyl. I do, too. But I'm not paying $80 for an album. That's, I mean, some of, some of the... That's not ex- happening. Right. The extended versions and maybe some B-side cuts yeah, that bump, they found. And, bump that. I wouldn't yeah. buy Brothers in Arms the way God made it to be right. for anything more than, you know, yeah, whatever. Brothers in Arms. Right. The CD actually was is a great sound. I love the warmth of... A, I really am. I get it. Yeah. I love the warmth of vinyl. I yeah. love it. Yeah. But not at that price. No. That's just nuts. And I really love it better than I love MP3 sounds. Mm-hmm. Can't stand the mp3 sounds it's that it's that close to a zoom call which is one of my worst sounds ever people on zoom yeah the the audio of people talking on zoom it's cr- yeah it it's, sucks. it's cha- it's nails on a chalkboard it, does. To me. it sucks i always tell people no please can i come sit in your office <laughs> <laughs> i do not want to jump yeah. on a call yeah but if the office is in january in fargo well, do you want to go there really it's worth the trip you think so better than hearing that that any yeah. horrible Zoom sound. Yeah. Gosh, it's All nothing right. worse. All right, calm down. Or you're right, maybe Fargo is worse. <laughs> About to say, dude, really? Yeah. You want to go wading through the uh, snow? Let me think that through. Yeah, thank you. And it's like minus 12 <laughs> with a wind chill of negative 40. Okay, I'm thinking it through. Thank you. Okay, that's this is the why second. We're, this is why we're in Florida, damn it. Fargo and then a Zoom call. <laughs> uh, I got you. I got uh, my priorities straight. Man. Man. T-Man and John at gmail.com. Appreciate all the emails for our Purple Prince episode. Is there any reason we're doing Purple? Is it like the anniversary of him dying or something? Well, no. Um, I mean, it's... Um, it was just popped in your head? It popped in my head because I remembered I had a Purple copy of the album Purple Rain. Okay. And that made me think, too, what would that cost these days? If right. you went into a if store and it was record store day and right. they re-released it on Purple Vinyl, Sheesh. holy shit, the price just... Took- a hundred dollars or more, or maybe even, you know, God knows, several hundred, maybe a thousand. Who knows? Okay. When was the first time you heard Prince? Uh, the first time I heard Prince was uh, probably when he was on American Bandstand. Um, if you remember when I Want to Be Your Lover, it was his first big hit. It mm-hmm. went to 11 and he was on there lip syncing, which sucked. Yeah, on Bandstand, you had to. You I had think. to. Everybody did. That you had to. That was I think the, everybody did. Dick Clark didn't want any lawsuits. He didn't play. 
Well, it's funny because even Prince stood right there and said he played every instrument on the album, and he's got a band behind him, and they're all just lip syncing along with him. Right. You know? Was it like people like Andre Simone with him? Do you remember now? Have you watched the clips? Uh, you know, I, I don't know if he brought his own people or he would like pick five people out of the, out of the studio. He very well could have. Because it sounded like something he would do. It very well could have. Um, but I mean, he barely talked during the interview. He was so shy with Dick. Well, nothing, nothing I mean, changed. Yeah. Nothing changed. Nothing really changed after that interview. No, there, there was, no. Part, that's part of the, that was part of the allure, I think. I think France. so. I think the, so. The mystery of. When was uh, the first time you heard him? Uh, it was uh, just on the radio, like on Casey or something. The, I, I want to be, be your lover. lover. Yeah. And knowing when I heard him say he played all the instruments, that's probably when it really took, I mean, to me, that was a, that was a nice song, but back yeah. in, and when it came out, it sounded like a lot of other songs. Yeah. And so uh, it didn't really strike me until Casey said, he played every instrument on the record. And Here's Prince. That's when you really noticed and I thought, him. Yeah. That's pretty cool because yeah. I was a big Todd Rundgren fan back then. Sure. And he always played every instrument right. on his stuff, most of his uh, solo albums. So, right. oh, that's pretty cool because I always wanted to be that guy. I wanted to I wanted to learn all the instruments so I could play them all. Sure. And so when Prince did it, I thought, oh, that's cool. It's a funk song, too. It's a nice, funky song. And so that was the first time. And then the second time I heard him, I was in – because. I, I'm trying to think. I, you know, I get, I get confused. I get confused sometimes. <laughs> More so now than More ever so before. More so now than ever before. <laughs> but I remember I was walking in Cal. I was in Gateway Mall. Cal's Records. 1980. Wow. Nin, yeah. uh, I'm guessing it was 80 or 81. I'm okay. walking into Gateway Mall. And I still had a lot of things on the north side I was doing. And it's playing. <laughs> Not just any song. Which one? Jack you off. No, nice. <laughs> emanating from the walls of gateway mall and i hear (laughs) and i'm thinking what and they would and they would put in the uh you know they put it in the window now oh yeah now playing and so i would walk in there and i'm hearing jack and i'm like did he just say jackie wall yeah he did and i look and i go that's prince son of a gun that's the guy who did i want to be your lover yeah so i didn't become a you know big follower after i want to be your lover but after i heard that album yeah and i thought what else he doing? So you know, you yeah. look at the album cover. You're like, oh, this is all about sex. Okay, I get oh, it. Oh yeah, of course. And uh, with oh oh with okay with 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 her. Okay, and um, <laughs> I mean, you know, it's a little sister song. You're like, this is just a little too much for me. And then, um, <laughs> and then, uh, of course, you know, and he exploded like that. But I yeah. was there. And then uh, 95X at the time, we started wearing him out. Started yeah. playing even before when uh, before Purple Rain. Yeah. Or before oh, 1999. God, yeah. Before that. Before yeah. the 1999. You were playing Controversy. Yeah. The song Controversy. Yeah. And I would hear it on that, and I think, wait a minute. Yeah. He's got a. And I, I my first thing was he's got a Rick James things work. Working. Yeah, big time. So to me, it wasn't the most original sound. But that early stuff, you still noticed because it, it had that really um, yeah. clipped bass. The the doom. Yeah. But you still noticed it. Yeah. yeah, and it sounded like Rick James to me. Oh, yeah, of course. So it was Give it to a, me, guy, baby. a guy yeah. with a high voice yeah, that kind of singing thing. Rick James stuff. So to me, he didn't distinguish himself, except the lyrical content was a little extreme, more extreme than Rick James, yeah. which is saying something. Yeah, I know, right? And then really blossomed, of course, when 1999 came out. So, but I was uh, I was intrigued, I will say. Yeah, very I, much so. And I'll tell you, I, I, never wa- I wasn't a big fan until later in the yeah. 80s yeah yeah i mean but and then retrospective i go back and go oh gosh what a great song i go back to the first album and yeah. after when uh probably 1999 came out i started looking back and i think i probably bought those first three albums yeah and then listened and thought dude man yeah. he rocks he yeah. and so to put together a list of these songs yeah 
it, to me, I'm going, I'm going to try to find some some wide range. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because he is such a wide range. Yep. To start out so pigeonholed, or so I thought. Yep. And then to go listen and really dig in, you're going, wow, there was so much more to his sound than I ever gave him credit for. Oh, yeah. You know? Such yeah. a... Such a uh, and and the guy, how many albums did he make? Thirty or something? And they're still releasing them. <laughs> I mean, they are That's from the true. vaults. That's true. I mean, if you stop right now and listen, you can hear the vault door opening. There's a new one. There's a, oh, oh, just released a new album. Yeah, just, exactly. Just came out. There's another. There's another twenty four songs. In the time the podcast is over, we'll have three more Prince albums. Yeah, and they'll all be on Amazon Prime or Amazon Music, <laughs> and then they'll and, be on vinyl for thirty five. Bucks. Yeah, for record store day, record thirty-five store. bucks. That's cheap. Yes, I know. I under, undersold my joke. You so sure I, did. <laughs> the wow. Joke, the joke misfired because I put the wrong price tag on it. <laughs> Dang it! I hate when I do that. Yeah. Uh huh. Mm-hmm. Uh huh. But then you got to play Prince more than I did. Oh god! Because yeah. I was working pop radio and playing the hits. Yeah. But you were working urban radio, working at ninety-five X. Yeah. And playing everything. Playing we, I everything. think we played almost every track off Purple Rain. Mm-hmm. We played a ton of them off of 1999, including uh, Lady Cab Driver yep. and uh, International and, Lover. Of course, uh, um, I remember on the on the actual vinyl of 1999 that we had in the studio. Yeah, there was a big uh, sticker, a big sticker on yeah. Nikki. So we no, that was Purple Rain. I mean, on Purple Rain. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So we couldn't play it. Well, Remember we the did. big, the, the and stick, we still did, and it was the the sticker that was actually <laughs> on the actual song itself. It was like oh, one of those yeah. things you would use to. to to hit an index card and tab it. Yeah, I think so. And they put those, ta- they, there was a tab on the actual yeah. song. Tipper so Gore put that on there. No I think. way in hell <laughs> were we going to play Darling Nikki on the radio. And, we, but that's, well, and then you listen to freaking Drake or something and you're like, that's nothing. It's nothing. Yeah. I, I, uh, oh, yeah, and Tipper Gore. The yeah. PMRC, if you're mm. too young to remember, yeah. there was a group of uh, senators' wives and stuff yep. who uh, heard Ozzy Osbourne and thought, what are these kids listening to? We need a the, sticker. With the rock and roll. So they stickered these albums. Yeah. And That's where the parental advisory The parental advisory happened. came. Yeah, indeed. I was uh, on 95X one morning. I, I don't know if I got any sleep the night before. but uh, we you did to, mornings for a while. I did. For a short time, right? And I totally hated it. Uh, totally hate I don't know how you've been doing it on QIK <laughs> for 108 years. I, know. I don't know how you do it. Yeah, money. Uh <laughs> That's, that's if the it motivator. Was, if it wasn't that freaking wonderful paycheck, I would. The wouldn't. driving force. Mm-hmm. So I'm in. I'm in there. I'm talking to MC Player. He was a local rapper. <laughs> MC Player. And he would do a ton of raps for us. He'd throw my name in every chance he would. <laughs> MC Player. He could. Yeah. And it was. He was. A, he was a big hit. We would take him around town, and and people would flock to people hear him. People loved MC Player. Yeah. He was a nice guy. too. He was a very down to earth guy. He really was. So we're sitting in the studio that morning, and we're just gabbing. Mm-hmm. And he I'm had looking. Gazelles. He has gazelles on his sweater. His something gazelles. I don't remember that. It was something. I don't know. I was talking I, about his, the clothes he was wearing. Yeah, but uh, we're in the studio that morning. It's like six thirty on a Friday or something, and we're just gabbing. And I'm looking for a long song to play, so I pop one on by Prince. And it happened to be playing through seven minute version. We didn't believe in any short songs on ninety five. <laughs> We had all the songs that you could go to Crystal, wash your car, and still come back, and they'd be playing. Part one and part two. Right. So I'm playing this song, and all of a sudden, it catches my ear. And I looked at Player, and I said, did he just drop an F-bomb on the radio? Hello. It was Erotic City. Oh. Sure enough, crank it up. Yeah, weekend until the dawn, making love till Cherry's gone. Okay, I got to find something else to play. 
Where's that? I'm whipping vinyl all over the studio <laughs> trying to find something to dump out of that. Where's that Larry Carlton jazz album? Yeah, I can play? <laughs> yeah. something, please. <laughs> and I got a DeVita on that format would have sounded good right about then. But uh, <laughs> yeah, I was like, oh, okay, can't do that getter. again. Oh, dang. Yeah, man. can't do that Son again. Son of a gun. Yep. But uh, there's definitely a ton of material that man put out, still is putting out from the vault. <laughs> For real. And I'll say some of the stuff, I mean, I, when I was making my cut, I'm like, okay, I'm down to 30. That's good. Oh, uh, dude, I know. I kept going back and right. back and back. I mean, you will. You'll drive I, yourself crazy. I, I will uh, admit I didn't go jumping on everything as soon as it came out. I did up until probably early 2000s. Really? Whenever he'd put something out, I'd go, yeah. okay, let me find it. Let me Let me try to find it somewhere. Yeah. And then... Thanks to Spotify, I guess I caught up a little bit on some of the 2000s. Right. And and then after that, I would always at least click in because I was always curious to see what the guy was up to. Oh, yeah. And as most performers, I mean, he was only, I know he was young to pass away so young. But as a performer, the shelf life is usually done years before. Yeah. I mean, nobody really puts, rarely puts out anything amazing in the in their 50s or 60s or 70s. Right. What, they just don't. It, no. Uh, like McCartney has put out great music. Yeah. Um, Paul Simon and guys I like. Um, but I, I but the one guy I I always thought to myself I'm going to listen to everything this Prince puts out. Yep. At least give it a shot because I have a feeling he had one more incredible album. Mm-hmm. And he he mm-hmm. would have been like 75. Yeah. And the album would have come out and have been some of the rawest blues metal whatever in the right. heck it was going to be. It was going to be different. And I thought I think he has one more great album in him if he would just wait instead of just put out demos like he was doing. Right. It seemed like. Right. And I always thought he had one more in him. So when he passed away, I was like, man, we never got that one more great one. You know he always seemed like the artist that was looking for the wow mm-hmm. every time he put something out it was like it was a little bit different but not really you could still tell it was him especially yeah. in the 80s and into the 90s but then when he got later on you're like you're right musicology to me was one of his uh you know like 2000 right around mm-hmm. 2004 or something like that um as a matter of fact i can sit right here and tell you i would i would listen it was 2004 some of those vault things that came out like you're talking oh, yeah. about the vault. yeah i'm listening to cuts and i'm like right this might be one of my top 10 i know because and, he, and there is one in there he always dug deep and just wanted to do something a little bit different to make people go yeah damn he's good you know, <laughs> I know. and yeah. i used to think he was and like i said he was like a rick james very much so mimic at first but then although i worried about rick james when he came out with 17 yes yeah, she was 17 and she was sexy. Well, then, and it's like, well, okay, well, Rick, how old are you now? I right. Mean, it's, you well, know. Prince has got a little sister on her. Yeah. And, um, <laughs> and so I'm listening to him and thinking he's uh, he's going to be kind of Rick Jamesy. And then and then it wasn't when all of a sudden the guitar showed up a yeah. lot more. And you're like, yeah. that dude can play. So then I went back to the yeah. first album or the second album. I can't remember now. And found for you and go, yeah. Good Lord, this guy's this guy's Eric Johnson. Yeah, you know he's like yeah. he's up there with some of the guitar greats. Yeah, oh yeah. And you don't you forget about it until you hear it again. You think, oh, that's right. Have you ever seen that video? While my guitar gently weeps, and he's on there <laughs> oh, wailing away. I would say it's probably one of the top five videos I play. Yeah, it's on a rotation that if Man. I just need it, I will yep. play that album. And in fact, uh, one of the freaks. Uh, Sent that in. If that was ever a single, that would be number one, yeah, without a doubt. Or if that if that was actually a Prince song, yeah, uh, that is number one, and we'll and we'll discuss them. So strong. No, it's so good. So strong. Yeah, and that that just really showed everything, and just everybody just having a blast watching him, yeah, tear that song to shreds. Why don't you hit your list first today? Okay, 
I think you should. Let, 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 let go. <laughs> you have any honorable yeah. mentions? No. Everything, no? Okay. Everything. I, well, quickly, I would say Paisley Park. Yeah. Didn't make the I had it. No, in, good one, though. I had it in the top 10 until I forgot. And I remember that song coming out, and we played it. Oh, yeah. I played it as an album cut, like on a Saturday, mm-hmm. on, and uh, and Bruce Webb's wife was there. <laughs> and so Bruce Webb was our general manager, and he was like, he was older, and he had a younger wife. He did. She was quite attractive. Yeah. And, um, and so she came up. And she just happened to like pop into the studio, uh-huh. and she and I'm playing Paisley Park. She's yeah. like, "What's this?" Yeah, and I said, "Oh, it's Prince." And she went, "That's amazing. Uh-huh. I love that." Yeah, I'm not a big Prince fan, but I love this one. Yep, and it was funky. And I just remember it being, this is a guy who came out of the one of the the biggest album of the decade. I know. And he's his next album. Yeah, his next album is a psychedelic trip. I know. And I thought, I love I love the brass that this guy has mm-hmm. to go. Hey, hey, yeah, you think that's good? Yeah, yeah. Wait I'm going to throw a curve yeah. at you. Wait a minute. So that's yeah. why Paisley Park always makes it. Yeah. And, um, the funkiness of Alphabet Street. Oh, love it. Yeah. Love it. And um, Love that song. And then I didn't, why didn't it make this? Because I love Delirious, but that didn't make yeah. it. Yeah. It was my uh, Really? Yeah. Because you are Delirious. <laughs> Sometimes That's what it is. Yes, indeed. Yeah. Yep, yep, yep. Yep, yep. All right. Why, top 10. Here, here's line. John's top 10. Here we go, number 10. <laughs> Speaking of the vault. Yeah, and I, this is where I'm kind of just getting yep. see if I was probably going songs I really dig and played yeah. a lot. Delirious would be in there. Yeah, but uh, this one is the one when I found it on the vault. I put it onto my playlist. It's of my combination playlist of Sinatra and oh. Tom Petty, and you know, just one of yeah. those most eclectic uh, playlists you okay. make. Yep, this one's on there. It's uh, okay. It's about, that walk. it's about that walk. Yeah, huh? Listen to this. I know. Yeah, swinging, babe. So he's doing cool. like this big band sound. Yo, because he touched everything. He did. He hit ev- almost every genre of music, I think. I know it. And yeah. this, I just always wanted, because I wish I would have cut this off because it goes to a guitar right there. Yeah. And he just plays. Of course he does. Wailing that thing. Of course he does. Wailing that thing. All right. Number nine. Number nine. Number and, nine. And the story I have with this. Number nine. Number nine. The story I have with this, this guy was at, I was DJing at River Rally, as you did. Oh, Lord, yeah. I did it right after the you. The longest shifts ever. Oh, yeah. Five to ever. two. Ever. Five to two. They didn't have enough beer in the bar. No. No. Not for, not for what we played. No, Lord. And this guy came up to me. And Drunk? Said, <laughs> yeah. Of course he was. We had dollar drafts. Why wouldn't you be? <laughs> And the guy came up to me, said, "Hey man, hey man, hey, listen, um, oh, you, you know, you got to play, uh-huh. you got to, you know, you got to play. Everybody dance to, um, everybody's got. We're gonna dance to this one." I was like, "Why? Which one? Raspberry Berger?" <laughs> I said, "Oh, oh, oh yeah, oh, oh, Raspberry Berger." Yeah, the kind that you say yeah. at Dollar Draft Night. <laughs> Dollar Berger, Berger. Dollar version Dollar, yeah. of Raspberry Beret. Yeah, give him that. It's the Raspberry. Here's my Raspberry <laughs> Berger. Yeah. Oh, Lord. Yeah. I always wondered if the guy ever figured out it was no. not Berger. No, he did not. <laughs> that was, no, that that would be a, a misheard lyric right there. Exactly. Ra- raspberry you know? Berger. Drunk. How do you spell that? Drunk heard lyrics. But they, don't they have that lamp Berger stuff? That stuff that, it's like a thi- uh, it emits uh I'm not going there. Cologne. Uh, I'm not going there. The I don't lamp, know. You know the if, lamp if Berger? They, no, I, I don't call it that. 
What, what do you call it? I don't. I don't deal it's with lamps like that. Lamp berger. It's I'm, it's a thing that you get. It's a fragrance. Okay, it, it's it, like a potpourri or kind of yeah, thing. Yeah, but or? It, it's a, it's because it comes from heat. It heat and okay. Meat. All so, right. Well, good. I'll and take it's your called word a berger. On I'll, the kind you find at a store. <laughs> at, <laughs> at a berger kind store. Of thing you get for your mom. Hey, you got some I'm of saying. that berger in stock? Get me some berger. I mean, I'm a low on berger. What the hell are you talking about? <laughs> Number eight. Uh, I was just mentioning this song. First album. First album. Yeah. I'm yours. So all of a sudden, Sly and, and Ernie Isley shows up at the same time. I know, time. right? What's up with that? And that was the thing where you thought, okay, he's yeah. mixing. You know, So that's when I was my ignorance. Yeah. Okay, okay, he's mixing Rick James. And then this, and then I go back and hear mm-hmm. that, and I go, "Oh yeah. no, he's got Ernie Isley in him. He's got Sly Stone in oh, him. Yeah. He's got James Brown." So wait, and then I'm thinking, "Oh wait a minute, no, this is just coming out of him. He's not copping licks off anybody. No, that's just all that went into him. Yes, and it all it all goes in here, and then comes out amazing." Here's here's a thought, hmm. just a thought. It never happened, of course, but imagine if it could have. Uh, hearing Hendrix and Prince together. Mm-hmm. How, how crazy good would that be? The closest we got, I think, was at the end of Let's Go Crazy. Oh, I think so. <laughs> that kind of thing. I think so. But he did do, I mean, he did a whole album of instrumentals. Yeah. And so it was yeah. so cool. It was more softer, but he had some other really rocking stuff. Yep. It was amazing. I know. And I, he, he could do anything. He really of, could. Speaking of wonderful parts, I've heard this. I think originally it ended up showing up on one of those vault albums, I think. Okay. But I had the single to Mountains. Yeah, right. And so with Prince, you always had to flip it over and find out what's what's on the other well, side. Well, yeah, of course. Because sometimes it was unreleased. And this was right. especially back then, mid-80s, you would get a lot of unreleased stuff yeah, on the B side. Yeah, you would. Yeah. Because uh, so people would buy the single. Right. And I did. And this one's called Alexa de Paris. Oh, wow. And there's there's the Eric Johnson guitar. No lie. I mean, it's, it, you, if, I, if I told you, oh, this is an Eric Johnson song. Oh, I would believe you. you go, yeah, well, it sounds great. It's yeah. Eric freaking Johnson with that tone. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And yeah. just so melodic, but yeah. that's what he had. Well, duh. Of course. Yeah, I know. How much of this song do I have on there? I don't know. I, I didn't want to turn it off. Well, of course not. But it's it's a B-side. I think you can find that on the mountains. It's called Alexa de Paris or de Paris or whatever. Well, Mountains was on uh, the... That was um, Parade, right? That was Parade. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Not the best song on that, I don't think. No, and, and, I'll, and I'll and I'll I'll talk you. about that with my list. And I'm with you. I yeah. think we might share some. We might share some on this one, both. Oh, oh so, really? Yeah. Here we go. Look okay. out. Yeah. Number Look six. Out. Number six. What a world, baby. Little bluesy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You did some digging. You don't call me. Yeah. How come you don't call me anymore? I text. <laughs> I mean, come on. If yeah. I've got three things to say, three words to say to you, why am I calling you? And half the time I call you, you never freaking answer anyway. I'll call you back in five minutes. Well, thereabouts. Yeah. Yeah, five minutes. I've never seen, I don't, my phone doesn't ring. I don't, I don't ever have it on ring. Dude, don't even go there. Mine is completely vibrating all the time. I don't have tones. I don't do any of that stuff. I don't do anything. Uh, uh, mine, mine stays silent. <laughs> no, you don't do social media. No. You don't do anything. You don't answer phones. You don't do anything. <laughs> I'm not on everybody's time. No, oh, you're on John time. I'm on John time. Living on John time. Yes. And uh, where am I now? Num- oh, number four. Now this, 
this was, as I said, it wasn't until the late 80s that I started going, wait a minute. He's, yeah. Because he had huge record. I mean, 1999 was huge. Yeah. And Purple Rain was bigger than huge. Yeah. yeah. And then he did Paisley Park, which was, I just laughed the I whole way through it because he was like having fun. And then it was Love Sexy. Right. And that was then, in there. Yeah. And, and holy then. Holy cow. And then. I love yeah. I love this one. Yeah. Good tune. Yeah. That's what uh, I'm saying. Uh, yeah, great song. That's off. Sign great of the song. Times. Sign right? of the Times. Sign of the Times. Sign that of the album, Times. Yeah. And then that that came at, that clip right there came from the movie. That, yeah, I could yeah I could tell that. I yeah. I think it's one of the greatest concert movies ever. You think? I think so. Really? I, I would have to make if I made a concert movie. Yeah. A list. Man, that's up there. I've just never been big on those. I don't know why. Well, that's the thing. I, I have a short list of ones that I think are really, really good. Yeah. And that was because he added. He added more. He added some. He added some characters. Well, yeah, he was and Prince stuff. because he was Prince. Yeah. And so, speaking of sign of the times. Yeah. Oh yeah. Great groove. That and that's why I kept the groove in it. Oh, I didn't even put the lyrics. No. Great groove. That groove was that, so stark. The lyrics were so depressing, but that groove just made that song. And it's the same way to me that Curtis Mayfield did with Superfly, yes. where Freddie's dead. Yes. The song itself lent yes. itself to those lyrics. Yeah. And how yeah. the great marriage of social consciousness, yeah. which I'm normally not a fan of because yeah. you're kind of preaching at me. Right, right. But when you mix it with that music, yeah. just the same way Freddie's dead, yeah. I'm like, I, I used to visualize... Uh, when I'd hear Freddie's dead, I yeah. could I could see that whole scene. Yeah, but I, mean, I never saw the movie. Right, right, when right. I was ten, You're too young. Yeah. yeah, but I could see it, and that's the same thing. Listening to Sign of the Times. Yeah, I really felt. I mean, I went down to the hood. Yeah, I went down there, and I used to act. And then part of it was I used to coach a lot of kids, and yeah. I used to take them back home. They used to live in Lackawanna. Right. They lived in worse parts. They lived off Florida Avenue back yeah. in the day. Yeah. A. Philip Randolph, and so I would go in. To these neighborhoods, drop these kids off, and know the, and see the dealers on that damn corner, and I'd yeah, have to go, "Hey, I'm taking you home. I'm not dropping right. you off here at the convenience store." Right. And then you hear a song like that. I know. And you go, "It's heavy. It's heavy." Yeah. And, yeah. And it really resonated, not just with suburban white dudes, no, uh, who were trying to, you know, trying to you know, feel virtuous, virtuous because yep. of that. Yep. That's the damn truth, man. That yeah. was some. That was heavy stuff. Yep. That was heavy stuff. This one, I think this is from the... Okay, I'm, I'm on same a run album. here. All right. Is this the same album? Which, I don't know what the song is. Bob, it's your girlfriend. Uh, yeah. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. Okay, Side of the Times, um, is, I'm, it's coming clear that that's my album. Yeah. Prince, oh, well, duh. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. You know this sound? Listen to the sound of this yeah. song. Would you remember? It's a sound... This isn't something. It's got a... When I was your man. It doesn't have the crispness of the rest hey, of the album. No. What wow. happened? Susan Rogers, who was the sound, he always, she always helped him with the sound. Yeah, they were putting in a new board, and Prince was really re- wanting to record. Okay, but he, he, his job, he, he would call Susan and go, "Hey, I'm, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I want to record." Yeah, and Susan would go, "Okay, and we'll have it all ready for you when you get here." Well, they were putting in a new board, and wasn't he cued properly? Things, yeah, yeah. And so when they listened back, they thought, "Man, that sounds great." And Prince was like perfect. Yeah, wow. Even though it didn't, I mean, but it, it, fits. it was flat. What's it, it's flat, yeah. but it fits the song. It does. No, you're right. It even, does. When, even when they screw up, it sounded good. Uh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Number two, how how can you write a song as a bass player? I say. Okay. How can you write a song 
as funky as this and not have a bass in it. <laughs> okay. <laughs> this yeah. is there is no bass like. in this no, song. There isn't. That's a bass drum you're hearing. That's it's an electronic that's bass the, drum. Yeah, it's the bass. A little bit. That's the bass. There's no freaking bass. Yeah, I know. And I remember the first few times I heard that song, I was like, because back then, I would, you know, whatever song I'd hear, I'd try to learn the bass line. Yeah. And so I'm listening to this one and going, There's no bass. Wait a yeah. Am I, did I blow a speaker or something? <laughs> the, where's the bass? <laughs> I, I got to go buy some more speakers. I lost that low end. Where the hell did it go? Prince about cost me $300. I know, right? Boston acoustic speakers. See? Right. That's when you call a record rep. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, hey, man, I, I don't need any product this month, but uh, you got any new speakers laying around? Yeah. I mean, you know, if, if you have your choice, Boston or, Acoustics are real nice. Or a signed Prince anything. Uh-huh. I mean, I, I, whatever you got, man, send it. I can't find the bass in this Sell that song. on eBay. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I, I'm getting my speakers, damn it. I, it. I'll, I'll take some Prince signed memorabilia and I'll uh, go ahead and make some money. Thank you. No, All right. I wouldn't, be, no, I wouldn't do that. For its own funkiness with a bass. Not much of one, but with one. But this it, does have bass. And it's just it's just as funk. It, to me, it's the epitome. It says it all from the okay. from nineteen seventy eight to at least nineteen ninety yeah. something of yeah, Prince. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. All right. This is just this is just what I think of. Okay. Yeah. 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 Hard to leave this out. Hard to leave that out. Yeah. It's and that yeah. bass is very minimal. It's boom. Oh, I know. It really is. And it's the funkiest. He, he can make something funky without the funkiest instrument. And that's right. amazing. That's part of the, and I rarely use the word genius, but I think that's part of what makes him one. It's part of the princeness. <laughs> the princeness of yeah. it all. That's it. I think so, too. Good list. Thank you. Good list. Thank you. I've got a few honorable mentions because I just, this is like you said, you go back and you think about this. Oh shit. I didn't put that in there. Oh shit. I didn't put that in there. It's like, okay, I need to put these in honorable mentions at least, but right. uh, there's a track off the gold experience. It always hit me. 319. Oh, oh yeah. Oh yeah. So good. Just so good. Mm-hmm. And even Billy Jack bitch was good too. Oh, yeah. That was a good one on there. <laughs> yes. You know, P Control was good on there. I mean, that was that was a pretty solid album to not have a whole lot of radio play. That's true. Um, I Could Never Take the Place of oh, Your Man. Okay. I've got that there in there. There we go. Yep. Yeah, got that in there. Uh, when Doves Cry, the only reason I didn't put it in my top 10 was because I got so tired of it. Right. Because, uh, oh, my Lord. We got Purple Rain in the mail. It was straight on the turntable at 95X. Mm-hmm. And we played the dog shit out of it, oh, as everybody no. else did. But then when I saw the video of him getting out of a tub, I'm like, I really don't want to see this. I don't. And thanks. it's so funny. I never, I never got tired of songs on the radio. I never blamed oh, the song. Oh, I did. I never. Oh, I did. I got tired of songs, but I never. In in retrospect, like ten years later, I ne- I could never blame the song. I, I, I can still love a song. There are a lot of songs. I, I, there are a lot of songs I fell in love with the monitor switch. Because you could really, you could, you're sitting in there playing it for the 412th Click. time, and you're like, I don't want to hear this shit again. Turn it off. Everybody else can listen to it. Go right ahead. I'm not. Have at. Yeah. Have at. Okay, I got you. Uh, same with Purple Rain. I mean, the mm-hmm. song was huge. It was a huge oh. movie. It was a huge soundtrack. It was all that, but I was tired of Purple Rain. Yeah, I, I still, always thought that was... Yeah. I mean, I get it. Everybody loves to sing along, yeah. and they love the hallelujahness. But right, yeah. and then I had to throw controversy in there because that was just <laughs> you know controversy. Yeah, because it was people call me rude. I wish we all were nude. <laughs> I wish there was no black and white. I wish there was no rules. You know, 
I had to throw that, that in kinda there. That kind of sums it up for him. And then I had to put in the original and an honorable mention because I know we did this before. Who did it better? Yep. Uh, one of the episodes. Shaka Khan had a number three smash with I Feel For You, but mm-hmm. nobody really knew until that song came out that Prince did it originally yep. on the album with I Want to Be Your Lover. Mm-hmm. And like an uh, I Feel For You is uh, definitely one to listen to if you've never heard his version. Because yep. it's so, so different than the Shaka Khan it version. It is. Shaka, so different. Shaka nailed it. She totally did. But originally, it was him. You know the great Shaka Khan uh, story that... Uh, when Stevie Wonder met her for the first time, they were recording. Oh yes, next door. Yes, and Stevie goes, "Hey, I want to. I got a song I'm, for I'm you. Write a song. Yep, for you." And uh, he he gave it to Shaka, and she goes, "Yeah, I'm, you know, I'm not real crazy about this." Yeah. <laughs> and so Stevie, being 1974, goes, "What's yeah. your astrological sign?" Yeah, and she yeah. gives it to him, whatever it is. And so he comes back with, "Tell me something good." Yeah, what a great. <laughs> oh man, I'm glad she said no to that first. Me one. too. Yeah, you know what a great song. Exactly. So cool. Number 10 had to do it just because. I was so glad they had a follow-up single to When Doves Cry. Yeah. I think that was the main I think that was the main reason I really fell in love. We're gonna play another song. With number 10. We have another track on Purple Rain we can play. Yay! That's what's up. Let's get nuts. Yep. And now they're selling uh, American Express with it or something. Oh, really? They're sampling yeah. a Prince song? Over there. They're playing oh, Let's Go Crazy. Wow. And, the, and the dad and his daughter are going out and they're spending money on the MasterCard or something. Ah. It was an older commercial okay. from a few years ago. I may have, I may have seen that, yeah. but I it, I, remember I forgot about it. Okay. Yeah. All right. Uh, number nine, mm. I had to go back to early Prince because ah. this was a song that was lip synced on American Bandstand. Dick Clark, so yeah. long. Yeah, and, but, and that was one of those two. When they played it on top forty, they would always fade out the end, and there was still two minutes left. It would piss me off. I'm going, come on, radio edit, radio edit, because yeah, it's got it's got to be three thirty, not five twelve. <laughs> God forbid we play a five twelve song. Yeah, okay, hello, you played Hey Jude. You know, I mean, really. <laughs> You, you played, played American Pie, and then yeah, and then later I got on a in the eighties, I want to be your lover was not the same caliber. Well, no, as American but still, Pie Jude. okay, then you play November Rain in the eighties or nineties. Oh, that we song. We didn't need ten minutes of that. Did no, we? I couldn't take two minutes of that. <laughs> okay, November. I'm with you. I'm with you on that. Yeah, but it you know rained. What? It rained already. Let's let's move on, please. The ultimate pisser is when a rock station. I'll give you top 40 because that's yeah. your, you know you got your own edits. But you're a rock station. You're going to play edit album that. They edited. I remember Rock 105 edited. I think the one time I ever called and complained to a radio station. But I'm 25 years old working in radio. Yeah. But I called Rock 105 because they played Jessica from the Allman Brothers and played an edit of it. And I was like, why that, on that's, earth that's would against, you play this? Ah, well, yeah. That's the cut we had. That, that, that's against all rock rules. It is. It I, is. Really, I said you should be. In fact, I actually called and complained. I heard an edit today of Band on the Run. I'm going, really? Where? Where did they cut it? Really? Where did they cut it? Well, uh, it they was. Just, oh, the third. It was pretty strategic. They knocked out a verse. Yeah, I they think. knocked out a verse. But it was like, really? I'm really. And I, I think the worst edit of all time is Billy Joel's My Life. Oh, it's a, they did a top 40 edit of that. It's horrible. It's so bad. It's like, really? You guys mastered that and sent it out to sell? Wow. 
it's just it's horseshit okay, the way they ended it. Write that, that down and we'll have to find it. Oh, I I I've got it. I okay, think. we'll find it. It's just it's it's bad awful. Edits. Welcome to bad editing. It was a Friday at two and they wanted to leave by three. <laughs> right. And that's why they cut it at that. Wow. Yeah. Okay. Uh, number eight. This was a B side. Mm-hmm. This was never a single. <laughs> but or I mean, if it was, it may have gone to like fifty-seven. I think. Let uh-huh. me let me uh, look this let up. me reference this. Maybe look this up while we're playing it. Uh, yeah. I, well, I went to sixty-three. Oh, okay. Even worse. It would have it would have <laughs> been more fitting if it had but, gone to sixty-nine. But this, you know well, duh. But this is such a groove too. Once again. Yes. Once again. Yes. The uh, the stamp of Prince. Comes through again. Groove, sir, yes. Groove. Isn't that really? How could he keep having interesting funk grooves that are different? And it really he, made just the. He pulled that kind it off. Of stuff. He did. He pulled it he off. He really did. To me, it never got too samey, and he no. put out 416 albums. Yeah. <laughs> Wait. Weird. They just released another oh, one. Oh, yeah. Another. There we go. Just the new prints. Got to update the total here. From the vault number 400. 417. (laughs) 417. So now, here's a good transition of Prince tunes. Yes. You go from that funky little thing called Hot Thing into this song that went to number three. Mm -hmm. Did it really? I'm glad that went to be a big hit. This was his last top ten. Oh, wonderful. His last one in 1994. Could you be... Another just cool song. Right, just showing that he could effortlessly. Yeah, yeah, once again. You know, and I think a lot of these guys, when they are like this, when they have so much music in them, right, that they can effortlessly, if they need to go, write a hit. Okay. Yeah. They do that. Todd Rundgren, I thought, was in the same way. Yeah. But he didn't want to write hits. He wanted to explore and do he all did. this crazy stuff, which put out uh, some unlistenable music. Right, Prince, right. I don't think ever put unlistenable stuff out, but no, but Todd yeah. did. Yeah. And, uh, and dang it, I wait, saw, I he's still is that another song from Todd? There's a new Todd. Yeah, uh, I heard something weird. That it, must be him. It's called "My Brakes Are Scraping." Yes, it sounds just like it, Todd. Thank you. And I won't go get them fixed. <laughs> <laughs> but that's what they do. They it, it's almost like, uh, hey, how about writing a hit? Let me let me write a hit again. Yeah, and they. Poof, just I know, like just like that. Yeah, I know. Crazy, yeah, man. Crazy. I know. Uh, so wow. now, here's another album track. It was a Parade? was it was it was it a single? It was a single. Was it an- really another one that died at sixty three? What is it about sixty three with Prince? Mm. Yeah, this was Parade, and I always thought this song was the hidden gem mm-hmm. on this album. I agree, and I don't know how they didn't do anything with it. I just don't. To me, it's Signature Prince. This is in 1986, Signature Prince. Now, I know he just came off, like you said, 1999 and Purple Rain. Yeah, but he just came off Kiss as the first single, right? Kiss was the first single, but that was really the only... I mean, Mountains died in the 20s. Right. But... Kiss was the biggie. Well, you would have thought this one would have been but how, right up the alley. I mean, right. for the same reason Pop Life followed Raspberry Beret. Exactly. Pop Life was fine. Yeah. Not, not the greatest song, but it was a solid follow-up. Get it right. Weird. Raspberry Berger. <laughs> Get it right. Hey, hey, you know you, know you need to play. <laughs> you need to play that Raspberry But this Berger. one, just all one of my all-time yeah, faves by him. Great one. If you need another I mean, it had hooks. It, it, that got the, it, at the wazoo. It did. It was like a tackle box. 
surprised it, had a lot it of wasn't hooks. a huge hit. Yeah. But me too. Yeah. I, I I never understood that. Yep. Way to way to blow it, Warner Brothers. <laughs> way to blow it. Well, it makes you wonder why he would want to get out of his contract. Oh, duh. <laughs> he was so pissed with that company. Well, he, oh man, he, he, it's a guy to lose to lose his name. Right. I will not even. I won't even under my name. Yeah. That's how much I hate you, I Warner know. Brothers. I know. Yeah. Yeah. Oh. Number five is John's theme song mm-hmm. because he said, "I don't know why this should be on my list, and it's not." Yep. But Go ahead and hit number we five. Get it. This is Elvis song. Yeah. Yeah. Totally. Totally. Yeah. Stupid look on my face. That's me. Yeah. Yeah. Love it. It's a great song. Love it. I love it. That, that would have been one. That would have been one Elvis would have killed. He would have. Done a great job. Well, Prince. Made it to eight with that one. He sure did. So that was uh, 1999. Yeah, that was the third that was single. On there. Off there, yes, right? it was. Gotcha. Yep. Uh, number four. We we've talked about this one enough, but we're gonna we gonna play it again just cause. <laughs> just cause we can. <laughs> In the Berger store. Berger. <laughs> uh, cuts the video and he's wearing that suit with the blue and the clouds on it and all that it's i forgot like, that one yeah <laughs> wendy and lisa videos. playing on like, yeah, oh, I mean, yeah. oh yeah yeah <laughs> it's like and that was the thing with him you never knew what kind of sound he was coming out with you never knew what clothes he was going to be wearing thank god he was wearing some part of the fashion because yeah, a lot because of times he, he wouldn't getting out of the tub without nothing well yeah and love sex he's naked on the album cover oh that's true thank god for that flower yeah duh <laughs> strategically placed thank you uh, number three, it's uh, it's hard to leave this one off the list. Was this your? Uh, it was just my number was one. It, it was one. Number one. So now it's my three. Pucker up and go. Yeah. So hard to so hard. You can't leave that. I mean, even still, when I would play uh, weddings or eighties parties or whatever, oh man, the reaction was just I huge. Bet. Just and huge. Even with a dated line, you don't have to watch Dynasty to right. have an attitude. Exactly. You had to be there, kids, in 1986 to get that reference. But, you did. Uh, that's funny. You can, whatever, you know, soap opera du jour. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. To put in whatever. You don't have to You don't have to watch Real Housewives to have right. an attitude. Yeah. yeah or That would have been the new version. Anything on reality TV. Yeah. Yeah. So-called. All that shit. <laughs> How do I feel about it? Let's go to number two. <laughs> exactly. But this is this to me is is probably if it wasn't for my number one, this would be number one, I think, because of the way he just incorporated that sound. Mm-hmm. He just took that soul, he took that pop, he took that rock, and he just melded it all together. And this is what happened. This came out. that guitar in the background oh. that then it takes over the solo in the middle yeah yeah and you just kind of go wow this is something special yeah man. i yeah. remember once again little rick corvette would have been if i'd have thought again it'd have been in my yeah. top 10 yeah. it's just just incredible just too good to leave that off it is man you no know? I, I love your list and like i said if it wasn't uh for number one corvette would have been but to me this this number one 
on my list of Prince songs. This was a no-brainer. Mm-hmm. You know, there are sometimes you think about an artist and it's like, right. yeah, I kind of like that. Right. That's good. But if I had to pick, I'd no. This to me, uh, I know amongst all of the Prince songs that are out, th- uh, there's just something about this song. First time I heard it, mm-hmm. I just pointed at the radio and I said, smash. And we played the dog shit out of it. And I never got tired of this song on the radio, wherever I was working. And I just said, you know what? This could hit number one. And it did. Oh, it wow. was his last number one. And when I first heard it, I thought, wow, I, I didn't know he was such a fan of dairy. Creek, get on top. Creek, Obviously not lactose. You he was tolerant, all right. Yeah. <laughs> I just love it. Oh, and then that, I just love it. It's so cool. Drives it down. He just stayed. And then, what the freaking guitar tone? Yeah, yeah. And then he, and then he kept that thing through there. It yeah. was slinky. It yeah. was sexy. It, it was it, everything yeah. you want from Prince. I just, I, I fell in love with that song from the first listen. Mm-hmm. I just did. Mm-hmm. And I knew that would be my top of the charts. <laughs> That's the one. And only. Great. Prince. Nice list, man. Thank you. I really enjoy the, the it. It's time for Rapid Fire. Oh, Wait, strap I'm, in. I'm not even ready. Hang on a second. got to get you one. <laughs> uh, how many top 40 hits did the babies have? Three. Nailed it. What was the last album you bought? That I bought? Yes. I don't remember buying anything in the world of radio. I know. That's why it's a tough question. Why did I buy? Didn't you go to record store day or something? And don't don't you buy things at those record collection places? Didn't you buy a I CD? I haven't bought. I haven't bought a piece of vinyl in a, in years. How about a CD? Uh, last album. I meant like collection of, yeah. of songs. Now, see, I can tell you the first two CDs I ever bought. Yeah, you can tell but me I the can't color tell of the you. label, but you I can't can. tell me. I can't tell you. You can't tell me what you have for no. breakfast yesterday I or can't. the last CD you bought? Right. Yeah, I don't either. Yeah, I know. How many of the pips are related to Gladys Knight? None. All of them. Are they really? Yep. Brothers or cousins? Oh, damn. I didn't know that. What Fleetwood Mac top 10 hit has the lyrics, looking out for love? Big love. Yes, very good. Yeah. Well done. Well done. Thank you. Thank you. I did not know they were related, those damn pips. Yeah, one of them is named Knight. That's the brother. And then there were two cousins. Yep, there you go. Because I always said, my little joke was, where would Gladys be without her pips? Right. But it was like... It was a family affair the whole time. No, that's Sly and the Family Stone. Don't ever, <laughs> don't ever say family affair and then not think of Sly and the Family Stone. Gladys had her some funk now. No, she did, but... She got me- to use her imagination. Now, see, if we did a top Sly and the Family Stone tracks... I don't have enough room. Family Affair would be up oh, there. Oh, way right up there. there for me. It'd be number one for me. I think... Uh, number one. It'd be top five for me. Number one. Oh, God. That's- talk about funky. Yes. I mean, we're, Thank while you. we're here in Prince land, right. talk about funky, oh. that son of a gun, and it was so- you talk- minimal. See, that's maybe Prince got some of that in- in- absorbed in him from Sly. Because Family Affair had Sly Stone yep. with a drum machine. Yep. Uh, the other two people on this track are Bobby Womack playing mm-hmm. guitar. Yep. And Billy Preston. Billy Preston. That's was, it. Billy Preston was everywhere. Yeah, he was. 
He's playing with the Beatles. Forrest Gump. Wait a minute. Now he's with Sly. And he played with the Stones. Now he's singing stupid-ass songs that are so simple, and they're going to the top of the chart. Will it go round in circles? Nothing from nothing leaves nothing. (laughs) Uh, You know, I mean... He he had that ode to him. Oh, he did. And then Space Race and all those instrumentals he did. Out of sight. Out of space. Out of of space. Out of space. Space Race. My head is full of space. (laughs) Space Oddity, my friend. Oh, that's another guy. Major Tom to Billy Preston, my friend. Will you go on tour with me? Now, see... Now, I will say this about Family Affair. I'm glad that intro was only four seconds. Because if they would have kept, if they would have stretched that out, you know we'd all be talking right over it till the very end. Exactly. But you know, being it was so short, it was like, ah, crank this up. I just want to hear it. Oh, so funky, so cool, so funky, so cool. Yeah. Now, what we got here, we got a um, some, we got some other wonderful things because you know what happened. We got freak mail. Aww, we do. And the great thing is, we got so many. And of course, when it's Prince, even though he put out six, how many albums? 416? Yeah, 17. 17 now. That's right. We had one uh, since this show started. So you made something for this, didn't you? I put a little collectible together. Now, if if I can remember who had one. Now, will this be in stores? Yes, for record store day. Will it be? Oh, jeez. Great. It'll be way too expensive then. The Prince Estate. The prince's state is not going to let this out. I was about to say, they're going to sue I'm, your ass. I'm amazed we're not being shut uh, off right yeah, now. I was going to say. The prince's state is quite uh, vigilant when it comes to things. <laughs> yeah. Well, quite. Quite. Them and the Marvin Gaye estate are pretty much in they're, neck and neck on who's going to be a bigger. I think a good word for that would be aggressive. <laughs> <laughs> nailed it. Nailed it. <laughs> Freaking nailed it. Yes, sir. Aggressive is the word. Uh, that's the word that you heard. That's the word we hate. All right. Well, we got some. I mean, so we can run through them. Andy. Andy with the freak mail. He hey, did. Hey, Andy. Hey, Andy. Hey. Goober says hey. Hey to Andy. Uh, <laughs> 1999, seven, which we didn't talk no, about No, we didn't yet. even talk about seven, and we watched them fall. And then I Would Die For You. Yeah. Which is a great song. Another top ten. Uh, Kiss and When Doves Cry, so. That's Andy's top five. That's Andy's yeah. top five. From five to one. Linda, uh, Linda, our friend Linda BG. Linda BG, yep. Uh, number five, Won't Be Your Lover. Yep. And then we all had these, Purple Rain, Let's Go Crazy, uh, Little Red. I, I love the way she styled, spelled that. Little Red Covert. It's a little. It's another song. It's a new. It one. was just released from the vault. Let's go crazy. And then number one, how deep is your love? Wait a minute. No, no, no. Wait see, a minute. Hold on. You can't do that, no. Linda. No. No. What was it's, hers? It's Berger. Berger. <laughs> That's one Barry Gibb wrote. Yeah. <laughs> Berger. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> now, Bill. Yeah. Bill likes standing out. Bill. It's like a genius. Outstanding in his field. Okay. I, I always, when I hear outstanding, I think of the Gap Band. What a, oh, yeah. talk about a groove. While we're funking. Oh my God. While we're in the middle of the funk fest. Hello. Uh, that would beat you dropped a bomb on me on my list. Yes, it would. And burn rubber. We might have to do the, Sorry. Fun, the funkiest songs we know. Ever. Okay, that can make 10 episodes. We Funkiest could, songs we know. We could be really in a funk groove there. Boy. We'd never get out. I'd be sweating. We'd never get out. I need some underarm, that might do- be, underarm deodorant. That might be. That's like my coach my coach at James <laughs> Weldon Johnson. Young mans, young mans will wear underarm deodorant. Deodorant? Deodorant. Okay. Young mans, young mans will keep their hands <laughs> off the young ladies. Young mans will wear underarm deodorant. Wow. Okay. Uh, number five, uh, still would stand all time. From uh, it was I, I'm with you on that bill uh, graffiti, graffiti bridge. bridge yeah and I like that album yeah Weird. it was that was good round and round had a great little mm-hmm. bop to it with Tevin Campbell Tevin Campbell yeah. yeah 
Yeah. Uh, Anastasia. From Love Sexy. Yes, that was a good track. Yeah. Uh, and then the beautiful ones. Yeah, there, there's nice. another one off the Purple Rain soundtrack. It was never a hit, but yeah, we would squeeze it in on 95X. And of course, you wouldn't, you didn't play that one instead. You had to play Erotic City with, well, with all the lyrics. Yeah. Um, now, now, Bill, as we say, the mountains didn't go too far, but he has it at number two. Yeah, he sure does. I, I flipped it over and, and had, had and that then, make my top 10. Right. Uh, and number one, sometimes it snows in April, which almost made my top ten. Did it? Yeah, I, I love that groove. Yeah, love that song. It's such a beautiful. Yeah. Once again, yeah. showing yet another facet of this dude. Oh, duh. Absolutely I know. insane. I know. So thank you, thank you, thank you, Bill. Thank you, thank you, Bill. We appreciate it. And here's Johnny Scott chiming in. Not not John not Scott. Me. No, Johnny Scott. Johnny Scott, who we met. Johnny Scott has been a. He's uh, been an audience he's of been one. An audience of one. He has. Yeah. Nice, uh, a nice guy. Yeah. Very nice man. Oh yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah, not saying the other uh, audience of ones haven't. Been. No, but you're just saying you know it because I mean. of the namesake. Yeah, well, no, I just yeah, yeah you're right. Yeah, see, okay, read right through right that. Okay. Yep. Okay. Let's go crazy. Five. I want to be your lover. Four. Purple Rain. Three. Corvette. Two. And there's that damn darling Nikki at number one. <laughs> yep. Nikki's Nikki's back. Yep. And she's pissed. And she was she was chewing. She was masticating with the magazine. That's what. Yeah, that's what it was. She was chewing. Yeah, that was. That's it. always thrown me. She was chewing with the magazine, and yeah, I've never yeah. could put those two okay. together. All right. Jay. I never, you know, you know, always have always. You know, got bus noise. All right. And I never, yeah, I'm bus, never able that to hear bus noise. Really screwed you. I was for life. never able to hear the lyrics. So when no. she was masticating with the magazine, yeah. I thought, why would she be chewing? And I'm on my bus hearing uh, "Boogie Shoes" by KC, hating KC at that point. I, that's the one song by KC. Oh my God! Throw it away. I'd never miss it. Really? Never. I love the groove. The bump. And you know where? And you know where that peaked? No. Yeah. Uh huh. This is proof it sucked. <laughs> Thirty-five. This that's there's proof. Boogie shoes all peaked the, at thirty-five. All the other KC songs are top ten, number one, whatever. Boogie shoes thirty-five. I'm gonna show it to you. Wow. I know you can't see this out there. Because we are an audio podcast. What was the song by Eight Ball that that uh, who was it? Eight Ball? No, no. What was it? Who the hell are you? They used to sa- they sampled it. There was a hip hop guy in the late nineties that sampled. Did uh, he? I want, uh, take it to the house. It was called Take It to the oh, House. Oh yeah, that was Trick Daddy. Trick. That's who it was. Trick Daddy, not yeah. Eight Ball. It was Trick Daddy. I get Trick Daddy. Here you go. Like Shake Your Booty One. Yeah. Boogeyman One. Keep It Coming Love Two. Get Down Tonight One. That's the way I like it. One. Here's Boogie Shoes 35. Wow. What happened there? It sucked. This, yeah. Zip Slide Records. Yeah, that's it. Trick Daddy. Got to take it to the house. That's it. Dun, dun, dun. It's the only way to tolerate it. Right there. Boogie shit. I mean, Boogie Shoes. Dang, I didn't know you had such a hard feeling toward I KC had, songs. Now let me, I'm going to tell you the only, no, I don't have a hard feeling toward KC songs. Just that, that song. one. Malcolm. Yeah. But the only reason I remember Boogie Shoes yeah. is a girl named Missy. Mm-hmm. Mm. She was so cute. Miss D- Missy. She was so cute. Miss Demina. And we were just friends from a distance because we rode the same bus. That's where the bus noise comes it, from. Well, no, this was this was a delightful noise. Uh-huh. Missy was a delightful noise. Mm-hmm. She was. Mm-hmm. But she's the only reason I remembered that song because she, for some stupid reason, loved it. And she would always get on me, and she would when that song came on, she'd stand up on the bus and start dancing. Of course, the bus driver's like, sit down! And then, of course, I'd laugh at that. Quit smoking! Yeah. <laughs> yo, hey, your boy, your boy's smoking reefer in the back. I'm going to take you over the next stop. With that deodorant. Yeah, that's, it, was, yeah. it was his brother. <laughs> it 
was the coach's brother was the bus driver. Anyway, we still got some more freak mails that we completely went off track with, or from, I should no, say. Really, we lost track. I know, like us, right? Yeah. Cousin Leah, Doves Cry Five, Kiss Four, Berger Three, Berger. Crazy Two, Corvette. Nice. Number one. Nice. And, and then there's Matt. And then there's Matt. And then there's Matt. Uh, crazy at five. <laughs> Gosh, sorry, Matt. I'm thinking of the I don't Arthur know. now. Thank I know. You. What an awful thing to think of. Maud. Maud. Kiss four. Get off. Yeah. Get off. Come on, man. Get off. Come that, on. That peaked at 21. Yeah. Yep. That's number three. Corvette two. And Berger. Oh, number he one. He says it's always been his favorite. Number one Berger. Number one Berger. Little, Thank you for all those emails, folks. T-Man and John at gmail.com. Oh, we got little Jen, too. Oh, yeah. I forgot Purple Little Purple Rain, Berger. And I, and I need to tell you something about Little Jen. Okay, you got the look. Seven, number two. Or two, number seven. I can't remember. And uh, Delirious. See, she's Delirious, too. Mm-hmm. But she like wanted like she wanted list. me to give you a standing ovation little because Jen of did. your rapid-fire question that you asked, and I got it right. <laughs> For in excess. In excess. <laughs> You're welcome, Jen. Yes. We're thinking about you. Berger and NXS. We're thinking about you. There's a double bill right there. That's all I'm saying. Hey, it's a little warm, isn't it? Uh, could be. Is it? What do you I mean, could know. be? Look at the thermostat over there. Yeah. I'm not real sure. Need, well, it's time for a rapid fire. Hang yeah. on. There you go, John. All right. How old was Prince when he died? Mm, 50, 59. Close, but incorrect. 58, 57. What year was Prince inducted into the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame? I could care less about the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. I know, but come on. 05. Very close. All right. Do you know Prince played guitar on one of the Madonna hits? You know which one it was? No. Okay. How originally, originally, how long was the song Purple Rain? On the album? Or when when he cut it? When he cut it. Oh, probably 14 minutes. Probably longer than Sweet Home. I mean, uh, then Freebird. You mean Freebird? No, the Sweet Home had a long version, too. Yeah, it did. <laughs> True or false, Erotic City was a track on Purple Rain. Where was Erotic City? Was that on 1999 or Purple Rain? I'll say it's on 1999. No. Damn, it was on Purple Rain? No. Oh, where was it? It was the B-side, oh, B-side. to Let's Go Crazy. B-side to Purple Rain album. To yeah. Let's Go Crazy. Okay. Yep, there was a dance mix of Let's I'll Go say, Crazy. So my answer was no. I, I got that right. Yeah. I was just wrong. Right. Uh, 2004 was the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame year. Okay. He was 57 when he died. Okay. And the hit that he played on with Madonna, Like a Prayer. Really? He played guitar on I there. never knew I was a big fan of yep. that song. And the original length of Purple Rain was 11 minutes. Oh, I wasn't too far you off. You weren't too far off. I wasn't too far off. Yeah. Oh, now, Amy and Cam uh, do have freak mail. We got well, more good. freak mail here. Good. I was hoping that Cam Alama would uh, chime in on Prince. Yes. Uh-huh. Uh, here is Cam's. Yep. Number five, 1999. Okay. Number four, Let's Go Crazy. Okay. Number three, Nikki. Ah. Uh-huh. Like someone she chews with the Yeah, magazine. she's chewing. Chewing yeah. again. Yeah. Masticating and all. <laughs> um, Dubs at number two. Okay. And a surprise. At number one? For me at number one, but uh, Amy, the mom, said this does not surprise me. Yeah. She said, darling, Nikki did. But uh, bat, uh, bat Dance. Bat Dance. Bat Dance. Wow. Hey, Bumpy. Yeah. Hey, Bumpy. Yeah. There you go. Uh, and Amy's. Amy's, Amy's, Amy. Amy, Amy. Where is it? What did Amy's. Amy send? 
Amy's, uh, she had her top. Um, yeah. She had two, or tied for four, I guess, or she doesn't. Okay. Or, or her, her or she didn't Microsoft not, Word doesn't automatically go to five. Doesn't put a number in it. Uh, let's go crazy. Yeah. Uh, I want to be your lover, working yep. our way toward the top. Cream, there's your number yeah, one. There you go. Good, yeah. good taste, Amy. Big dairy fan uh, there, too. Also, <laughs> Little Red Corvette at two, Purple Rain number one. Yeah. Uh, and then Paul. You know, Paul, Paul Borsier. When he's down, Paul Borger. When, when in North Florida, he's Paul Borger. When he gets north, he has, they have to change his name. Yep, Borger. Uh, Delirious, Little Red, and Raspberry Berger, number one. Okay, so I put these together. So a lot of berets, a lot of berger, not a much lot cream, of not much cream, only two creams, but a lot of berger and a lot of uh, rain and a lot yep. of uh, craziness. So if I put them all together and ranked them, if everybody gave their top five and I took our top five, yep. and gave five points to number one and you know yeah. one to number five, yeah, and everything in between, okay, and I put them all together from okay. all of our freaks and from you and me. All right. What do you think would have been? We just went through every one of them. What yeah. do you think would have been the number amalgamation? Adding up all these numbers, what would be the number one song? Uh, I'm looking to make sure. It would probably be either Bourget or uh, Let's Go Crazy. Uh, you're close. Uh, Bourget's number two. Okay. And uh, Little Red Corvette. Uh, that's one. 28. Okay. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, Little Red Corvette number okay. one. All right. Raspberry Beret number two. Okay. And then three was three would have been doves. Mm, of course, doves. Doves give me ten. Or kiss. Kiss. Yeah. No, let's go crazy. Actually, thirteen. Let's go crazy's number three. Kiss okay. number four. Okay. And then doves number five. So there's the top five. So I guess the of t- all of us together. I guess two and three, but not one. Right. But they were all there, and so yeah, they were. That, I thought it'd be fun to do that since, we, of course, with somebody like Prince, we're going to have, yeah, uh, we'll have a lot of repeats, and so I thought that would be a fun thing to see. How did we could together combined? Right. No, rank them, that's, and so that's uh, strong. There you go. Thank you. That's uh, very strong for part of the free community of being able yes. to uh, do something like that. Next, I don't, I don't think we're going to do a singular artist next time, but the no, next singular not. artist we do, yeah, Bert Campford. Now see what. Plead my case for Bert. Campford. I'd rather hear Louis Prima. I would. Okay, let's make it Louis Prima then. No, be the next one neither one. Two. Talk about the music lamos. <laughs> Bert Campford, Wonderland by Night. Yeah, you, who, who from 1960. Who don't, who, don't like who don't know? Who knows Bert Campford? <laughs> Nobody. <laughs> you and me and my friend Dave and the estate. My friend. <laughs> yeah, you don't listen. We thought Prince and Marvin Gaye's bunch were oh, tough. I know. You don't want to hear from the Burt Campford mistake. Talk about aggressive. Oh my, my God. gosh! And they do it in German. It's like, Jeez. A, it's like a being obnoxious at that point. <laughs> oh, Lord, Lord. Yeah, Campford man. The Campforts. Oh, you don't. You just they're don't. hot on the trail. <laughs> Don't play, don't play with Burt Campford's people. Now, how funny would this be? You know, it's a worldwide thing. This web, right? How funny would it be if we heard from one of those folks? Lord, how funny would that be? I don't pray for individual things. No, much. But you're doing it right now. I pray that Burt Campford's people will hear this <laughs> and get back with us. You're doing it right and now and say Wonderland by night. Oh, don't my. you dare play it without oh, paying us. Oh my lord! Yeah, you what can't is, even. What, here's my worst part. Yeah, am I wrong that Wonderland by night was a Burt Campford song? No, you're right. Okay, it was. Are you sure? Look, look up Burt Campford. Well, how do, <laughs> like I know how to spell it. B e r t and k a k a e m p f e r t. K a e. Burt Campford. Here it is. I'd love me some Burt Campford. Number one song in 1960. Wonderland, my night, right? Yeah. Burt Campford. 
He would make what Louis you call... Louis Prima did a version of it, too. Did he really? He went to 15 with that. He would make what you would call beautiful music. That's what Burt Camford did. You know, there were some Burt Camford songs that uh, we know the melodies of. I think he wrote... Uh, did he write the melody of uh, Strangers in the Night, yes, maybe? Yes, he did. He wrote the melody to Strangers yes. in the Night, which had a French name. He composed it. Yeah, he composed it. So the melody, and then there was a uh, some and French lyrics, and then Charlie Singleton from Jacksonville, Florida. Yep. And some other dude uh, rewrote. Well, I, I didn't dude. do research on the other dude. Well, I just you know did he good co- pulling that one out, I got though. Charlie Singleton. Yeah. But they wrote the American lyrics. I'll it. tell you what other song uh, Burt Campfort is known for. What? He wrote Spanish Eyes. Yes. That was big for Al Martino. And you know what? Yeah. The exact same story. Yeah. Um, Charlie Singleton wrote the, Amer- the English lyrics to it. No he, joke. And you know, he also. Now, here's a little bit of. Here's a little bit of. Camford trivia for you. We got more Camford trivia than we thought we'd get into. Lord knows. Is this in a Trivial Pursuit game? I doubt it. it no, no, no. Trivial Pursuit wouldn't, they wouldn't, they wouldn't dare touch look him. at Camford. No, right. Wouldn't because touch the, him with a 10-foot pole. The estate would be all over him. They wouldn't touch him with a 10-foot German. He produced the first Beatles recording session in Hamburg. Yes. It was Cry for a Shadow and Ain't She Sweet. Yeah, Ain't She Sweet. That was Burt Camford. That's why he had that connection with the Beatles. That's why. Yeah. He, that's, who, wh- that's, who how he be, love? that's how he got on a map. That was Bert that in Cam- his number one song. Is Burt Campford mentioned in uh, One Week by? Where would I know where Burt Campford's yes. name is mentioned in One Week in by Bare Naked Ladies? Burt Campford had the the mad, <laughs> mad hits. hits. Okay, don't make hits. How about that? Yeah, and then Kurosawa make the mad film. Okay, right. don't make film, but if they did, to have a samurai. Chickity China, the Chinese chicken. <laughs> Speaking of lyrics. Uh-huh, uh-huh, uh-huh. Yeah. What is she hearing now? I know. It's Kim's misheard lyrics. Well, you know, she really wanted to get in on this Prince thing. Okay. So she actually was in the car, and she heard this, and of course she had to give her slant <laughs> on it, because oh, everything she hears has a slant to it. Paul, our friend Paul in South Florida, yeah, uh, said, uh, do we have any misheard lyrics? I said, oh, Oh, yes, we have some. Tony's wife has sent one. Yeah. He goes, I'm not surprised. <laughs> really? Yes. Okay, Borshert. All right, Borshert. <laughs> Here's Kim's addition to this episode today. All right, here we come right. up, right? Yep, here it comes. Take your chance. I don't know how. All right, yeah. Take you a heard that. Take a chance. It can only, it make, can you only make you stronger. For some reason, she didn't hear it that way hmm. because that's Kim. Hmm. She heard, take your tea. It can only make you stronger. Take I'm it. thinking, what the hell kind of tea am I drinking to make myself that strong? A strong, some strong. That would be some chamomile? What would that be? I mean, mint medley? Burt Campford tea? Burt- <laughs> All right, let's try it again. Uh, I want to try it again. Here you go. Take your chance. Okay, you know, you know, he's got the extra. Uh, I know she's got, he's got the extra impression on that. Don't get into that. Chance, <laughs> yeah, Kim, so I, heard, I hear how you didn't hear. Yeah, chance. Take, chance. take your tea. It can only make you stronger. Yeah, I'm all. I want to know what kind of tea that is. Confidence level of lyric, I'll say three point nine. But Kim's normally are like point six. Yeah, on what I think. Yeah, you got a yeah. chance of that one. Yeah, that at least has a three because of that. Yeah. because of right. that production element. And see, that's what that's what the hearing. A disability, or whatever yes. you want to call whatever it. Whatever you hear differently. The hindrance, the lack of. Yep. I mean, her high end is just screwed, and she knows it. <laughs> she knows it. Filthy, cute, and baby, you know it. 
There's more lines to cream. Um, Dirt, oh, you, no, I was thinking the other one, Dirty Sweet and You're My Girl. That's uh, Bang a Gong. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> wow. You, you had the exact same rhythm. T-Rex to Prince. You had the same rhythm of, what was the lyric? That was, was Cream, yeah. Yeah, what was that again? Freaking, what was it? Yeah, that one. You're, you're filthy you just, cute and baby, you know it. Right, filthy cute and baby, you know it. Same with Dirty Sweet and You're My Girl. Yeah. It's the same kind of See, you're right. Same amount of rhythm. words or whatever, yeah, yeah. syllables, Syntax there. something. Yeah. Very good. So, hey, we got a wonderful idea for the next podcast. I want to hear it. And uh, this would really, John, you're going to love this. Okay. Okay. Uh, this is no joke. I have no clue. He has no clue, and I didn't want to tell him. Uh, yeah, I know. You like springing this on me. I, I did, because I will thank little Jen. Okay. This was her idea. Thank you, little Jen. But I'm just going to I'm just gonna bend it a little bit. Okay. Not much, because I think it's a great idea, and we could get a lot of Gmails, emails, freak mails. Okay. Tmanandjohn at gmail.com for the next episode. Bert Camford or Nelson Riddle? Deathmatch. Wow. Is that the one? Can you hear... People tuning out? Can you hear those that stayed snoring? Can you hear all that? I can. I can. Physically can't. (laughs) So we're not doing that. All right. Whatever. (laughs) If you were stuck in a karaoke bar, what top three songs would be your go-tos? Songs that I had to sing to to fight my way out of a karaoke bar? That's for the next episode. If I was stuck in a karaoke bar and I had to sing three songs to get out, maybe? Sure. Or just your top three faves, three songs that you know you would enjoy just to be, you know, be able to have a smile on your face and get out of there. Do I what have would to they sing be? Them? Do I have to, I have to sing them? Well, or you could, if you want. You just want somebody else to sing them. No, I don't know. I think we have to sing them. Yeah. Okay. Well, Which songs would we that'll sing? That'll be a tune out. So well, we don't have to sing them. Don't so, worry. So think about that for the next episode. If you were in a karaoke bar, okay. the only way to get out would be to sing your three favorites. What would they be? <laughs> man you know in all the all the years i don't think i've ever sung karaoke let me tell you i thought the best part about a karaoke bar was the ice cold beer mm-hmm. because that's the only way i could survive in a karaoke bar i had a group of friends that would always want to meet at bombay bicycle club oh my gosh and they would they turned karaoke so i mean but the way that they did it was such a train wreck because they play the dj would play 20 30 minutes the dance floor is hopping the place is rocking let's interrupt that and do karaoke holy shit no karaoke japanese for tuneless drunk yeah can i have another beer and make a shot with it too why not that's the only way i can get through this wow but i hung with my friends through that wow i don't you know i've done it I don't think I've ever done it in public. No, I haven't either. I've never. Nor would I. I've sung. I mean, of course, I played in bands and stuff. Right, of course you have. But I've never have. done karaoke. No. I think, oh, you know, one time Ruthie and I, Ruthie and I sang. Uh, she still does some Stop karaoke dragging stuff. my heart around. Yeah. We did that somewhere. She still does I'm that still every now and then. She has a Facebook page or something. She does all oh, that. Oh, does she really? Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. I don't know that stuff. No, you don't know that stuff because you're not media. social. No. You're not. You're unsocial. Very social person, but it's not. Uh, if there was unsocial on, media, that would be John Scott. Not on, yeah, exactly. I'm, I'm more of the more social people you meet, just not on the internet. I know. Okay. Well, John and I, yeah, we could go on and talk forever outside of a podcast. <laughs> and I can talk to strangers that way, too. You can. And I have probably 500, 600 friends you that I talk to on a semi-regular basis. Yeah. I have tons of friends. Yeah. Just never on social media. I know. Just how it is. You're unsocial. Here's John's unsocial media page. I think we ought to do that. Unsocial media. It's there. John Scott's the president. It's all over. <laughs> you can see it. He's the head writer and head editor and <laughs> I'm the editor. All that. Publisher, 
editor. Yeah. Uh, exactly. So, all songs written and all instruments played by Prince and me. Now, see, I could uh, envision myself if I had to do that karaoke thing. Mm-hmm. I think the song that we always wrap up with would be a, you would have to sing it would be a great song i would have to hear you sing that no, i'm not going no but i mean that would be one of my top three if i had to really i love that song i love it too but i certainly wouldn't want to hear myself sing would you it. rather would you rather i do bust a move oh yeah i actually would <laughs> or maybe new frontier i could do that one <laughs> yes you could here let me give you a little quick little yeah. karaoke okay uh, yeah yeah there you go. Yes. There you go. We're going to have a wing day. Yeah, we are. Summer uh, smoke around the ground. On the ground. Just a dugout that my dad built. It was. Before the Reds decide to push the button down. <laughs> we See, might have to bring that up. Another depressing song. Oh, God, I love this but, groove to it. What, I mean, What just, a groove. And speaking of grooves. Ain't nothing oh, groovier. Patrice. Yeah. I do want to do that to funkiest song we know. Yeah, I do. I want to do that too. That there might be, be some Prince recovering again. There'll oh be my God, Prince what a great list that'll in. be, man! Oh man, oh. I know Sly and the Family Stones on there. Gosh, you know that. Yeah, of course. Enjoyed it. Yeah, it was a. It was a. Let's see. What? How can I say? Yeah, it was good. <laughs> I, the I words pra- totally I, escaped me. I praise from Tony Mann. Yeah, isn't it? It was good. It was good. It was good. <laughs> see ya. Bye.